Hi, welcome to the first episode of the Minority Experience with the Jordan Innovation Lab. I am one of your hosts, Amin Rahman. I am here with Olivia Watson, Janice Herrera, Aliyah Kailubis, Journey Guards. So what we're going to be discussing today is basically what it is to be a minority, what a minority is, and things that we go through being a minority in school, in public, and just in general. So first first question I would say is, when did you guys actually realize that you were minorities? I would say when I... It, I realized when I was in elementary school and I went to, like, uh, I don't want to say a predominantly white school, but, like, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't many people it was who a had color. It was people without color. People. So, um, I realized I was minority, because it was certain things I did that they just didn't do, mm-hmm. or they just didn't know about. So, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I thought, oh, so you do it like that. Mm, I or thought you, everybody knew yeah, that. Yeah, like, you, you do stuff like that. So, I mean, that was different. So, I was like, oh, wow, I am the minor of this majority. Yeah. yeah. So. I feel like um, I really didn't have an idea because um, I did go to, I went to Pearson Town. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was like a mixture of like all races. Um, they had a pre-K, a Pearson Town pre-K. And I had like a white best friend. Mm-hmm. and um a black best friend and I really didn't really know until I hit elementary school and when I went to elementary school I went to a charter school it was filled with all color people but we didn't have that much like white people I was like around mostly Hispanics and black and I had mostly Hispanic and black friends so yeah I would say for me it was during elementary school as well um, I lived in Carborough, so I know, well, Carborough and Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. so it was, like, a lot. There was a lot of different races there. There were Asians. There were a lot of um, white people, and there were plenty of Hispanics as well. There wasn't really African Americans or, or, or like that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, for me, it was that Ever since I was younger, I felt like there was always an exception, you know, like between the teachers. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. and there was a time that I got suspended for saying something because I, it was really unfair to me because they gave everything to the white people. Like they gave the, they gave all of the equipment for gym and everything to mm-hmm. them. And I felt like I, I felt like excluded from, from them. So for me, it was unfair. And aside of that, I was already going through many other things. So for me, it was like really hard to assimilate or to accept, you know? So I felt like I was, I was, I felt inferior and I don't know. It was just really hard for me, Mm. but yeah. And elementary school was definitely one of those times. Yeah, for me, I would say it was elementary school, too. Because, like, at my elementary school, I guess it was kind of diverse. And, like, unless you're taught to, like, not 
talk to people of different races you're not going to talk to. So in elementary school, like, everyone hung out with, like, everyone. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, my mom would always tell me, go hang out with, like, black girls in my mm-hmm. class. And, like, at the time, I didn't understand why she was pushing it so much. At the end of the day, like, if you look at it, like, it's not like a us-against-them thing, but, like, mm-hmm. it kind of... Because like, sometimes it does Yeah, sometimes like it that, is. Though. So, like, it's good to just, like, have, you know, people that will understand you yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. People who go through the same... Yeah. Who you can mm-hmm. identify mm-hmm. with. Yeah, exactly. Sense, yeah. Um, I say for me, it definitely started elementary because I went to... I did go to a PWI in elementary, and then I transferred over to um, a high-key HBCU elementary. But not only being, like the only black girl there being the only hijabi there as well. So mm-hmm. there was a really big difference from when, like, Christmas would come around and Thanksgiving and Halloween, mm-hmm. and I would kind of just sit in the corner with my goldfish, and they'd be like, oh, why don't you come and, you know, draw this snowman or write this letter to Santa? And I'm like, I don't believe in any of that. So kids would be like, well, what do you what do you celebrate? What do you do? And I'm like, I don't celebrate anything. Well, not saying I don't celebrate anything, but I don't celebrate the holidays that you guys celebrate. Mm-hmm. So I would have to tell, like, teachers, or they would have to make me other assignments so I guess they said I wouldn't feel left out Mm. and that's kind of always been a thing where being in public schools and things of that nature where there's always been a where I had to tell teacher like hey I can't do this because of my religion I can't Mm -hmm. you know do that because of the religion or some of my friends have been you know not girls that wore the hijab Mm -hmm. but they were still Muslim Mm -hmm. or I just had you know non-Muslim friends so it was always kind of been like hey friends be like let's go out and I'm like yeah, I got a curfew. You got to be back in the house at 8 o'clock. I can't mm-hmm. be out there with you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been, like, always um, a thing for me. I guess in a sense, I've always been, like, the, ex- the exception to mm-hmm. the rule yeah. and being the minority inside of the minorities, in a mm-hmm. sense. What have been, like, ways that you guys have overcome when you, re- like, once we all realize, like, oh, man, you know, I kind of am the minority in this sense. Like, what have been ways that you guys have overcome that situations in that sense? I think it was more like just accepting that I'm the mm-hmm. minority of this group. So it's certain things that other people do that I'm not going to understand. And there's mm-hmm. certain things that I'm going to do that other people might not understand. So it's just like, you know, respecting them. They respect me. Then we're cool. Yeah. It was really just accepting. Yeah. That yeah. I'm going to be the minority anywhere I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Because mm-hmm. even I feel like sometimes with us, you know, black people, um, we sometimes do create once like I said minorities inside of the minority so mm-hmm. like say for instance at HBCU sometimes there'll be clubs for a certain type of you know mm-hmm. black person and it's like yo this is HBCU for black people but mm-hmm. we go and we make gl- clubs where we kind of yeah. separate ourselves mm-hmm. even more from each other mm-hmm. so it's like dang we kind of went here to be with each other but we separated once again yeah. in mm-hmm. a sense which kind of mm-hmm. when you look at it, it's like oh that's kind of bad yeah it's like you're making a minority group yeah almost. but then again it's like are you really making it because they really might be a minority mm-hmm. like yeah. that group of black people might really be the minority in the, the minority. minority in the minority like it's like do we just make that or is yeah that like mm-hmm. i i definitely i'm always like you know throw the fist up throw the fist up but i'm like yeah, I am still Haitian, too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. am still Haitian, though. Also, with HBCUs, I hear a lot of stuff about how people who, like, went to PWIs, like, their whole life are like, oh, I need to go to HBCU because I want to be surrounded by people mm-hmm. who are like me whatever. But then they get there, and they're like, dang, like, we're still competing. We're still like, competing against each other, like, yeah. A big thing. Do you think choosing HBCU just for the experience to be around more black people, what are your feelings on that? I mean, I was, like, like that for, like, a long time. Like, mm-hmm. A&T and, like, Howard were super high on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like when it comes to universities, I know I, I feel like choosing your college based on the race that's there. I feel like that's kind of yeah. like the, you shouldn't base it off of that because yeah. you're going to school for the social aspect of yeah. it all. When there's more to school, like I feel like at any school, even when you're a minority, you're still gonna have those groups mm-hmm. of your friends where you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, gonna you're still going to find your people That's what in I'm the saying. group of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. going to a big black school ain't going to... Like... <laughs> you're like, yeah, man. I, listen, we, somebody's going to be arguing like over how somebody mom make yeah, mac like and you're cheese. Still, you're still going to have homework. Yep. Like, still going to have to go to class at 8 a.m. Like, it's the same... Like, I, I don't know. Like I just... It also depends on what you want to do, like mm. your career, because connections mm-hmm. are like... Everything. Really, really big. And yeah. for like a while, <laughs> I thought I wanted to go into like African American studies. So, like, I was at like HBCU, obviously. Yeah. Like, obviously. Professors, right? like, mm-hmm. everything. And so, that was one of the reasons why. I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, like, obviously, you're going to choose your college off of like education and the social aspect because yeah. if you're bored, you're not going to want to just be like in your dorm. Like, if you want to do something, you want to go to a school that has something for you there. Yeah. And right. I feel like. Just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to exclude you from this, mm-hmm. you know, conversation because we've been talking about, you know, yeah, being black, people. black Panthers <laughs> or whatever. Um, how has it been with you finding your people? And not saying like, oh, yeah, you found your people. Like, like how has it been trying to get into the group of finding your friends and things like that and going through schools and stuff? Can I cough real quick? Mm-hmm. Why would you ask that? Because <laughs> you could cut, cut it out. out. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think... Growing up, it was definitely a struggle, Mm -hmm. especially because even my own people, like even my own Hispanic friends, made me feel like I was different because I was from another country. So between us, I can say between our Hispanic community and everything, there's always a, like you guys said, there's always like little groups that separate themselves. And I feel like because my family was Guatemalan and not Mexican, they made it seem like it was like I was different. Like, like you I was enough. Yeah. yeah. And they always have Guatemalan culture to the bottom. Like they always have it like less. Mm-hmm. And for me it was like, okay, like at that point when I was younger, I didn't really take it to heart. Mm-hmm. But obviously like when my friends were like, Oh yeah, like we're your friends and then when we got outside to recess, like, they would literally start, like, laughing at me yeah. and start, like, excluding me from the group. So that hurt me as a child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, these people, even though they're my race, even mm-hmm. though we speak Spanish, even though we share many things, we still don't even get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, so I started looking more into meeting new people and different races. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And honestly... I really get along with African-American people. I have no issue with anybody, being friends with anybody. But when I started looking for different friends, Mm -hmm. and also we have plenty of things to share, I feel like color does not matter. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started, like meeting new people and I started distancing myself from people that were my same race. Mm -hmm. And I started exploring and Throughout the time, like, I was also moving. So I moved to Durham, and then I came back to Carborough. Um, And then meanwhile, I was also going to to a Durham public school while living in Carborough because of certain things I was living. So in middle school, it was definitely different. 
I had more African-American friends. I hung out with less. Not that I hate them or that I dislike them. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm trying new things now. Like, if I meet somebody, I meet somebody. And, mm-hmm. and if that person is my friend, then okay. Yeah, you kind of you kind of found your people outside of your people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then now, now that I'm in high school, I think I really... I just really don't put my mind into it as much mm-hmm. anymore. I'm like, okay, like, if these people want to want to have a friendship with me, I think it doesn't matter if I'm Hispanic, if I am a lighter color than you. Like, yeah. I think that doesn't matter anymore. And I'm not going to get sad about it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm unique in my own ways. And I think my culture is unique as well as everybody else's. Mm-hmm. So I just came to the point where I just accepted things how they are and I'm just trying to stick with it because at the end of the day nobody is going to help you yeah to figure that out so you have to find out yourself and accept it yourself yeah Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the main things I enjoy about just like meeting people is the fact that I love my culture well my many cultures because everybody knows I'm mixed like crazy Mm -hmm. um but I do enjoy learning about other people and about other cultures and things like Mm -hmm. that even if they are from you know the same country that i'm from just how they have taken that part of Mm -hmm. their culture and things like that because like you said for a while hanging with like growing up i only hung around like hispanics and Mm african-americans and things like that because my i am half puerto rican as well but people always told me like oh you're not hispanic enough because you don't look like us or you don't Mm -hmm. speak the language so Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. we really consider you a Mm -hmm. hispanic and i'm like all right, we're going to play that game. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once I kind of was just like, all right, that's okay. Let me go mm-hmm. meet people who mm-hmm. don't want to be friends with me based off of race or culture. They actually mm-hmm. want to be friends with me based off of personality and because mm-hmm. we enjoy the same things. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, all right, I'm, I'm okay with accepting those things and accepting those people. And speaking of like culture and stuff, um, I come from an African household. So I grew up like my mom or like my grandma be like oh um i won't say they weren't like be like oh don't hang around with um african americans because they'd be like oh they're kind of trouble and stuff yeah and it's hard living in the household because i feel like in this um not the generation but in the society they point african americans as like being the highest rate of like gang violence or something like that and I feel like they like you shouldn't be judging anyone by their skin tone or anything, cause like honestly you don't know what they go through and stuff. And it really is hard um, growing up as like a person of color, like like um, thinking oh what they're gonna see me as or yeah. this. And it, it is really hard. I was gonna say I can't say going off of that. Mm-hmm. I can say being any any type of minority is something that you can't hide. Yeah. Because, like, it's obvious that you are that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's like, and there's stereotypes that come along with being certain oh, types. Like, that joke you made mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's slipped out, huh? <laughs> That joke you made earlier. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's stereotypes that come with being a minority. And it's, you know, I want to say that the world is getting better at those type of things. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it was a time where... I couldn't get a job because of my hair. Like, yeah. you know, let me walk in with these locks, with the little, mm-hmm. with the sister locks, with the, the blonde at the oh, end. Baby. Oh, baby, no, thank no, you. you're not working behind anybody's desk. No, thank but you. But it's like, we've moved on from that, but there's still, mm-hmm. like, it's still 
Mm-hmm. But then again, I I don't know that because I'm I'm the minority. I'm the one that gets looked at, mm. and the stereotypes are on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one that's thinking that when that's they see pushing me. on the so stereotype. So I really you know? don't know. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm not a white person that looks at a African American. So I really they could be thinking this. They couldn't. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. It's just it's based on actions. I'm like okay. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know the way. The way you to, smoke me, to me, like yeah, yeah, you speak to me a little different. You try to urban your tone up. You, when and you yeah, talk to like me. it's just certain things where you can yeah. look and you're like, hey, I realized that what you did with me, you didn't do with him. Mm-hmm. Like I remember experience. I was with my father one time, and mm-hmm. the African American boy was talking to the white man. He was like, yes, sir, you're gonna get your food out in five minutes. It's, it's coming. We're working, mm-hmm. right? Changed his voice, all light, airy, pulled his mm-hmm. pants up, mm-hmm. and then. My dad walks up, what's up, boss man? Yeah, we about to get your food out. And my dad was like, why didn't you speak to me like how you spoke to him? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Yeah, and, like, let's just say if, like, I'm going for, like, a job interview or something, like, sometime my mom were, they, like, they would, like, be like, oh, talk, like, a certain way. Yeah, like code you, switch. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to talk to be. We all felt that. Yeah, <laughs> you have we to talk away. Like, you have to talk away to be accepted in a way for white people to like accept mm-hmm. you yeah but i feel like it's not even just like a, a white people are the only people that aren't minority thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like mm-hmm. how we were saying before there's minorities inside the minorities but mm-hmm. there's also i could feel like a minority when i'm i don't know like you could feel like a mon- minority right now yeah let's like, talk about it like mm-hmm. i could be like oh i'm haitian and french and puerto rican and yeah Aaliyah yeah. could be saying this you could be saying this olivia you could mm-hmm. be like yeah. oh well i don't know you know too much of my background so mm-hmm. You know. And there are, like, in my family, um, of course, we have, like, I'm not going to say, because uh, I do have a brother. He is very lighter than me. Yeah. So I feel like you shouldn't also base people, not for their skin color, because there are some, not saying, there are, like, different countries in Africa, like South Africa. Oh, yeah. And North Africa. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, yeah. Like, going back to the point of we were talking about, like, code switching around, like, white people specifically is mm. like something that i can relate to because i didn't really go not like jordan isn't really a pwi but just like the classes that i'm in like the sports that i play mm. yeah i'm around a yeah. lot of white people mm-hmm. so just like walking into those classes or like onto like teams and stuff it's like okay how are you like i don't know how you were raised and what you think when you see me walk in this classroom mm-hmm. especially like in ap classes mm. like it's like do you think like, I feel like I just have to, like, be defensive. Yeah. This is on guard. Obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. on guard. Because you like, don't know I where to, it's coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to be, like, the smartest at all times. Because mm-hmm. if not, like, someone's going to think, like, there's no reason she needs to be in here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, especially with, like, volleyball and softball. Because, like, softball, there's a lot of, like, country, mm-hmm. you know, parents. So mm-hmm. just, like, being mindful of, like, what I'm doing and starting, like, presenting myself. Like, I can't look, mm-hmm. like... I look, like, mean, like, I have to look happy all the time because if not, they're going to think I'm, like, aggressive or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's definitely something that mm-hmm. I'm going to Um, I remember I took an AP class last year, and that was one of the classes where I, I just, I really felt excluded from everybody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of white people. I was probably, like, there's probably like only three Hispanics in there. Yeah. And I won't say they're not like me, but they, I don't know, they're more Americanized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. can say. I definitely understand that. For me, it's like I speak Spanish at home. I eat, 
I eat like if I was in I, yeah, I was in Guatemala, there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I listen to music like if like, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I do everything in Spanish when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, like I'm the only one. And every single time I walked in, I felt the pressure. Mm-hmm. I literally felt like their eyes were looking at me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to walk a certain way or mm-hmm. I didn't even want to stand up. Like, because I felt like they judged me by who I was. And even though, like, the teacher was very supportive and everything, he never, like, made made me feel like I was, like, I was different. Mm -hmm. But either way, like, in me, like, I felt they didn't. They didn't. We just didn't. Yeah, we yeah. weren't there. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Wi-Fi was yeah. not connected. Right. Yeah. Is it, do you guys feel like sometimes we feel that type of way based on our past? Because like how you said before, like I know me, I, mm-hmm. I will walk in on mm-hmm. guard already mm-hmm. before something even happens to yeah. me. Like nobody, like Journey, why are you trying to be all... Why are you trying to fight everybody? Yeah, <laughs> like don't, why are you coming in like a hothead and nobody even said anything to you? Yeah. Like everybody's like... Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I, I feel like we do that based off of our past because it's like not nah, because I remember what you did, mm-hmm. I, what mm-hmm. your people did the, the mm-hmm. time before I was in class. So I think yeah. it's just basically I, because I know we all catch ourselves doing it. We'll walk in a class mm-hmm. and we'll see either somebody that looks like us yeah. or somebody that we've talked to before, and we're like, all right, I know we're cool, so I'm not here by myself. Yeah. So we can all, ex, you know, we can all experience mm-hmm. it. So if something happened, I can turn around and be like, hey, you saw what she yeah. just said to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to like when we walk in a class and we don't see anybody, we mm-hmm. know we're automatically like, Ooh, I got that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Who, I'm, I'm like, uh-huh. go, I'm who's guard. ready to say yeah. something? I wish you would say something. I would, about, yeah, like, say something slick. But it's like, so we can start it. <laughs> but it's, it's sometimes I think, and it's like, why am I doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a good thing? It's Cause some- like, because, like, to walk in a class and nobody even said anything to you yet, Journey, like, mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Now, I can see if you came in late, though, right? Or you came in class and everybody just stopped and stared at you. I'd be like, yo, what y'all yeah. looking at? What mm-hmm. y'all looking at? Mm-hmm. But, no, I definitely can say we we kind of, it's a it's a learned behavior. Because after mm-hmm. the first two, three times that it happens, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, your brain is telling you. It's like a protective measure. Your mm-hmm. brain is like, hey, in order for this not to happen again, mm-hmm. we have to be like this. Yeah. Not saying we want to be like this or mm-hmm. we like, you know, being on guard and being aggressive. Because think about it. Every human wants to have a friend. Yeah. Every person wants to have somebody they can talk to. Mm-hmm. But if I think automatically that you're going to somehow offend me or say mm-hmm. something to me that I don't like, mm-hmm. I'm already on go. So now I've just kind of severed that chance of us having mm-hmm. a connection mm-hmm. because I think, we about to tussle mm-hmm. after us being like, oh yeah, let's let's have the assignment. Yeah. Like, say me and Olivia, oh yeah, we got the assignment. And Olivia says something, and I'm like, all right, we can't be friends no more. We're done. <laughs> We're done here. I won't be friends with you. <laughs> I was gonna say, not gonna name drop or anything, but yeah. someone who was in Journey and I's like sports in my class, like that little friend yeah. group. Mm-hmm. I do like tend to group. Like, if you hang around that kind of person, then I feel like you're gonna you're take gonna on be their like, like yeah. yeah. And you can never like. Like, obviously, you want people to be, like, accepting of you and, like, mm-hmm. everyone equal. But, like, everyone's just, like, not raised like that. Yeah. So you have to take, like, I always take that into account whenever mm-hmm. I'm, like, meeting new people. But mm-hmm. I do, like, if I'm, like, if I see you hang out with this person and mm-hmm. I know they're, like, iffy. A I'm certain probably, way towards yeah, people. I'm not going to want to go to yeah. you. Especially, like, in middle school, I also not say, like, people will, like, bully me because of my skin color. But they would. Yeah. And it would be the people that would be my skin color or exactly. even darker. And it's like, aren't we the same? And it's like, you look at <laughs> yeah. them and be like, dang, babe, nobody ever gave you a hug or something? Like, yeah. nobody ever told you to. Mm-hmm. Like, I just really think what what gets me about that is the fact that if we were all meant to look the same, we would have all been created yeah. to look exactly, exactly. like each other. There's yeah. a reason why mm-hmm. none of us 
actually look mm. the same. There's a reason why none of us, while we all have split cultures and while we've all had split mm. childhoods, and so that we could come together mm. and be like, hey, we're different, but mm. we're still one and the same. Yeah. I want to talk about like what you said because mm. I feel like I never really experienced colors and and like from anybody that wasn't black. Mm. Yeah. Like it's mm. always from someone of like, dang, like I thought you would like understand. Like, why yeah. would you be saying that? Yeah. Like. Like I have, I've definitely, but I've definitely experienced it from both ends, from mm-hmm. from black people and from people that weren't black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's crazy because I wasn't even like the darkest one in my group or in my family, and they mm-hmm. were kind of be like, oh, because I had the like the thicker eyebrows and the mm-hmm. longer lashes and the fuller, you know, features. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you look like that because you like the jokes used to be outrageous. You look mm-hmm. like that because you came fresh off the boat. Oh my god! Whoa, oh, are you serious? I came fresh oh. off the boat. That's the mm-hmm. joke we got. Mm-hmm. Like, man, yo, like, let's not yeah. get into it. Yeah. You know? I, I don't think I've ever experienced colorism, like, from anyone outside my race, which yeah. is kind of weird because it's like, okay. But like, I know definitely that, like, that like, one lady at Walmart that was like, oh, you sure you should get that color for your skin? I was like, pause. Oh, no, because okay. tell me why. Um, I think it was last week. I don't know if you heard. But we're gonna have to bleep that because I don't know if we can name drop. We can name drop. We're gonna bleep it. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) But she was like, Oh, Aaliyah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you like heard, but she was like, Oh, how did you get your hairstyle like that? Like, how long it took? Who did it? I was like, You're like, What? You want the boss brains too? It's, it's, it's like, it's certain things that happen that you realize are something after the fact. Like, okay, yeah. for example, my my mom would say, my mom and my grandma would say comments like, "Oh, you getting darker?" Yeah, because or you, like, oh, yeah. don't go outside because you're gonna get you gonna, yeah. you gonna yeah. not even don't go outside. They just be like, "Oh, you got darker. You need to put some sunscreen." Yeah, no, you know, or they'd be like, "You don't want to get too dark." What do you mean? I don't want to get too dark, especially in the summertime. In the summertime. Oh, I'm. But <laughs> look, we be, hey, we be, we be cooking it up, baby. Put that sunscreen But in the winter time, of course, your skin. Like, oh, you got lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, I got something to add on. Mm-hmm. Current, like ever since I was growing up, my grandma and my mom have always been like, no, like you have to find somebody that. Well, we say gringos, mm-hmm. right? For white people, mm-hmm. she they're like, oh no, like you have to get married with a gringo because oh. your kids are gonna come looking out dark if you get married with somebody darker than you yeah. or from a different race. Really? And for me, it was like, like why, like yeah. why? Why, why, yeah, why determining who I need to have? Exactly. Kids and with. I'm like, mm-hmm. it for me, like I tell her at the end of the day, it's me yeah. who right. I am going to choose, who I am going mm-hmm. to sleep with. It's me, right. you know. Like, I am being so serious. And I told my mom, if I get married with somebody darker than me, it's because I love them. Yeah. And you don't have to, you you don't have to be telling mm-hmm. me that my kids are going to come out mm-hmm. darker. There's nothing wrong with being dark. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a different skin color. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people are so pretty. Mm-hmm. Either way, if they are light, if they are dark, it does not mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. So... If I like, are you telling me if I was dark, you wouldn't want me? Yeah, you wouldn't love me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cause like, yeah. what happened? I would ask like, Mom, what would happen if you married? Mm. So what if my father was darker and I came out yeah. darker? Yeah. The dark yeah. that you're scared mm. for uh-huh. my kids. To be yeah, like, and it's so crazy because like, I don't know. You probably I think you've seen my father before. Mm-hmm. You've seen my father. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's dark, but he has beautiful skin though. His skin just glistens in mm-hmm. the sun, right? And so I'm like, I don't care if. My baby comes out white as paper. If he comes out as 
as dark as the <laughs> as the midnight right. sky. It's a, it's that's my child. baby. I like, love it's you. A human that's the that thing. Just brought into the world. And like. people, I think people forget that we can't choose how we come out. Like yeah, it's can. not like we in there in a vending machine selecting. Ooh, mm-hmm. let me be this shade yeah, today. Like, like we have we, to accept that. We gotta accept way. it either way. You know, mm-hmm. especially like not in a dating pool, mm-hmm. but. Do you guys want to talk about it or in the next episode? Wait, I, I have think... something else to say about the kid thing. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead, go ahead, Because go ahead. I remember, like, when, well, obviously my name's Olivia, which is, like, kind of a, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Palm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I remember my mom telling me, like, I had asked her, like, how, like, she picked up my name or whatever. And mm-hmm. she was basically, like, what she said was, like, I don't want people assuming, like, like, if you're going to, like, a job application, like, if they haven't seen you and all mm-hmm. they see is your name, like, you don't want people to assume, like, yeah. what you look like, how you mm. act, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. I've heard of that before. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, like, because I have, like, a list of, like, baby names. Mm. But I'm like, if I have a son, especially, mm. and he's darker skin like I am, mm. and I name him, like, something, I don't want people just assuming, like, so, oh, yeah, like, automatically. yeah, like, he's aggressive, like, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is something that really shouldn't have to be taken into mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm unfortunately it is and yeah and i don't know if we should get into like the topic of like whitewash or you're not black enough or we can get into that next next episode episode, we can definitely get into that one we can definitely get into that that's like that's an hour that's a yeah yeah, we gotta get into that Mm -hmm. one but no with the name thing i've definitely met multiple people with my name it's a it's a common name Mm -hmm. crazy though right like, I've met a lot of Aminas, and I've mm. met a lot, my middle name is Aisha, and I've met mm. a lot of those, too. Like, mm. I don't know if you guys remember social media, the girl Aisha, yes. and the time she kicked that one girl, and they'd be Isha, like, Aisha, no, Aisha, yes. no. Yes, every time I would say, I would see mm. somebody, like, people around me be like, Aisha, no, don't kick mm. her, and I'd be like, yo, that's not funny, because you're making me out to be, like, this aggressive person. Mm, yeah. Or you're like, oh, every Amina I met was aggressive or always got into fights, so it's like, you put that stereotype on that name mm. to be aggressive mm. and, and fighting and, you know, yeah. out there doing whatever because mm-hmm. even black people do it yeah see somebody they're named- like oh you got that name man yo yo your parents messed you up what yeah. you mean <laughs> or even like w- with hispanic names they'd be like oh you got that name like your parents can't think of nothing else it's like yo yeah, or they'll see a name and be like oh yeah that's ghetto that's ghetto mm-hmm. or like you, oh, I, automatically that you know like even between like hispanics they're like oh, damn like you got a long ass name mm-hmm. and i'm like and for us, it's very typical. Yeah. Like, for us for us to have long names. Yeah. And it's like, when you see my name, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she is definitely She's Hispanic. She's definitely, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And but I mean, that's kind of with every... Because it's like, it's some last names with African-Americans. It's like, oh, yeah, that's an African... Like, you know, Johnson. Johnson. Jones. Watson. Yeah, yeah. Brown. Brown. Like, like, you know, it's certain... But it's like, you can't help that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the with the name with your mom choosing my grandma no my great grandma which was mm-hmm. my mom's grandma mm-hmm. was so mad that my mom had named me Journey and then spell she was like you could at least spell it and you know mm-hmm. drop the e y and put mm-hmm. the i at the end she was so mad because she was like that girl ain't mm-hmm. never gonna get a job what you gonna name your next baby travel like she was <laughs> mad at my mom no she for didn't have to do that though she was so mad mm-hmm. and my mom was like she was telling me this I was like why was she so mad because mm-hmm. she was like back then they wanted. You know, you know, names mm. to names to yeah. Even sh- my great grandma was mad at her daughter for name. My mother's name is Joya, mm. jo- ooh, J O I. But no, I don't like, mean ooh no, in a I bad mean, way. Like, but like, like, I can see where yeah, you know yeah. she yeah. was mad like Joya, Joya. But that sounds so pretty Ain't never though. Never gonna get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's always the prettiest mm-hmm. names that we like. Oh, that's bad because it's crazy, y'all. My dad mm-hmm. was like, he wanted to name me Brooklyn. Oh, that's right? my little cousin's yeah. name. 
first of all, I don't look like a Brooklyn, so I don't know where he was going with that. But um, but it's kind of like when you hear Brooklyn, I know we all met a Brooklyn that we wish we hadn't have met. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We like, oh, man, Brooke, you, you, were, the, you were the homie, but you might have done some things where I'm like, yeah. Or we met a couple of Brooklyns that yeah. added up. So now we associate that name mm-hmm. with something crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something else is that um, I feel like, well, for me, I'm speaking for myself first. Mm-hmm. Parents usually do that mm-hmm. because they know the struggle as well. They yeah. struggled as well. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. like, I don't want my kids to go through that like I did, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And my mom came here when she was 18 years old to mm-hmm. the United States. Yeah. She was still young, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And she and during she had to cross um a river that a stream mm-hmm. literally that she mm-hmm. there's many many people that died many immigrants oh, that died yeah. here and it's like being 18 years old and having the courage to come to the united states to get mm-hmm. a better life for her daughter because mm-hmm. she was a teenage mom mm-hmm. and it was like she wanted a better life for my sister and mm-hmm. also she was thinking about her future yeah mm-hmm. so it was like okay 18 years old came here she couldn't continue school because they never they never um like, my uncle never helped her yeah, or never yeah. wanted to find mm-hmm. a better life for my mom. So it was, like, her by herself. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, okay, like, my mom suffered all of that. And now, like, when she had her kids, she was, like, I don't want my kids to go through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why sometimes we're not able to understand our parents for certain things they did. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we are nobody to judge them. Yeah. And we are nobody to, like, not listen to them yeah i've listened to my mom in many occasions and i've gotten mad Mm -hmm. because i don't like the way she looks at things sometimes yeah like yeah i was gonna say i've definitely i definitely have conversation with my father about his ideology and even my ideology sometimes we'll Mm -hmm. look at things and then we'll come to like we'll sit down and say okay can you explain to me why you see it that way Mm -hmm. and i'll explain it to you why i see it that way because my father always says because his my grandfather told him he was Mm -hmm. like as a parent your child is supposed to be better than you. And if mm-hmm. your child is not better than you, then I have failed you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Not saying, you know, oh, it's it's your fault that I failed, mm-hmm. but if I didn't push you to be better than what I am or mm-hmm. to take something further, okay, I got my high school diploma. Now I need you to go get that college degree. Mm-hmm. All right, I started a business. Now I need you to take that business and take it overseas, or mm-hmm. I need you to take that business and open five more, you know? So it's like, I need you to be better than what mm-hmm. I am because – because because like we sometimes mm. we don't understand what our parents went through mm. and what they are giving and providing for mm. us, you know? Yeah. So, um my dad came in this country when I don't know, he was little, very little, and my mom they were going through war and stuff, so she came in this country when she was really, really young. She grew up in New York and stuff. But my dad I never me and my dad we were really close, but we're not as close. I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But I never, me and my dad talk about everything, but the thing is, I never really talked to him about what his experience was, Mm -hmm. because he told me, like, he had a white, not father, but stepfather, Mm -hmm. and he kind of grew up with him, and his white father died, he had his black african-american uncle take care of him he changed his name basically but he grew up a lot with white people especially he was moving he told me like every year of his high school experience or middle school he would move like everywhere same yeah like he would go to california he went to maryland like even idaho like he would move everywhere but i never really 
taught him like what his experience was being a person of color yeah. being a white school girlfriend was even white too no definitely especially mm-hmm. like we always say like oh we're around white people it's so mm-hmm. hard but we got to think about how it was you know when our parents were growing up and when our grandparents mm-hmm. were going to school mm-hmm. well some of them because you know mine's definitely wasn't going to school with no white folks i'm not mm-hmm. going <laughs> but no mine mine integrated Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. my grandfather was like 81 years old, yeah. mm-hmm. and both of my grandparents were like 81 years mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. and he was like, I remember when he was like, because he has a purple heart, because he went to war, mm-hmm. so he's like, I remember that, and I remember my mother, you know, I barely got a high school, and because mm-hmm. he has, it's crazy, because after he got a war, he went to he went to college, like, we mm-hmm. all understand how hard, he was born 43, mm-hmm. so we all understand how hard, he has a master's in engineering, so like, oh, wow. that's mm-hmm. a, you know, that's a really big thing. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. That's all I'm I'm glad. Uh, oh, I'm glad that we you know we had this discussion. Are there you know any other comments before we wrap this up? No, I'm just excited for episode two. Every, yeah. Episode two, I really want to get into that. We're you know, whitewashing and yeah, yeah, yeah whatnot. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. The oh, dating pool. Exactly. Babe. The dating pool so and whitewashing. Stop all of that. All right. <laughs> all right. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Minority Experience with the Jordan Innovation Lab. With Leah, Kyloas, Journey Grace, Jenny Savannah, Samantha.